0: Welcome to the Black Lives Mental Health Matters podcast, hosted by Kwabina Siaka. This podcast looks through a trauma-informed lens at the trauma that black and brown folks and people of color have experienced historically in the United States of America. This podcast explores the justification for reparations to the black and brown communities for the psychological and physical harm that has been and is being done to these communities by individuals and communities acting with coordinated conscious and unconscious schemes to destroy black and brown people's self-esteem, their self-confidence, and their self-worth. Trauma enacted on these communities for the express purposes of controlling their will and their bodies for their financial and social gain and advancement. Now let us go a little deeper in our understanding of trauma from an individual worldview to a more global worldview. In 2020, a new code for PTSD called CPTSD, which stands for complex post-traumatic stress disorder came into being in response to the worldwide social justice protests of 2020, which we know were ignited as a protest to the murder of George Floyd. These protests spread worldwide in solidarity and in recognition of injustices everywhere by police toward black folks in their communities. I will talk more about this in a later episode when I discuss intergenerational trauma. According to the British Journal of Psychiatry, the International Diagnostic Code, Code 11, is the code for the new expanded view of trauma that describes the more complex reactions that are typical of folks exposed to chronic trauma. The addition of this disorder is distinct from PTSD post-traumatic stress disorder and is made to provide greater precision in the diagnosis of traumatized populations and be more personalized, which should result, we hope, in more effective treatment. Keep in mind that the diagnosis of post-traumatic stress disorder is relatively new itself. It was first introduced in 1980 in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of the 4th edition. PTSD differed from many DSM d- disorders in that it described symptoms that were the result of a traumatic event, for example, being in combat or, or rape or war, vehicle accidents, etc., A PTSD diagnosis required the presence of a traumatic stressor as a prerequisite for evaluation and diagnosis. CPTSD does not require the presence of a specific event but can be multiple small events over time such as microaggressions. Microaggressions are small but significant traumas caused by any number of small events such as name calling or discrimination or by any event in which a person believes that there is a threat to life or physical integrity or safety and experiences fear, terror, or a sense of helplessness. The symptoms of CPTSD are typically characterized by re-experiencing the trauma and by having painful recollections, flashbacks or recurrent dreams or nightmares or avoidance of activities or places that recall the traumatic event as well as diminished responsiveness to the trauma. What do I mean by diminished emotional responsiveness? This refers to the phenomena that is underlying the trauma and is typically the first response to a traumatic event. And that would be a feeling of shock, also called clinically emotional anesthesia or numbing, usually accompanied by a disinterest in significant activities, feelings of detachment and estrangement from others, and chronic physiological arousal leading to such symptoms as an exaggerated startle response, disturbed sleep difficulty in concentrating or remembering guilt by the surviving the trauma when others did not is called survivor's guilt this can c- can occur in any situation and veterans who have experienced the horrors of war often report having these feelings survivor's guilt can be felt by others who have not been to a war such as those, for example, who may have survived the Middle Passage. The first ship to arrive in the Americas on the Middle Passage was in 1525. One source estimated that there were about 2 million deaths of Africans of the roughly 12.5 million slaves that were transported through the Middle Passage to the Americas. Those who were transported, witnessed, and experienced wretched conditions and indescribable horror. Though grateful to survive the journey, which often lasted between three weeks to several months, I'm sure some of them wondered why they survived and others did not. Trauma can be short-lived or long-term. PTSD called chronic post-traumatic stress disorder and and delayed post-traumatic stress disorder are reactions that last longer than two to four weeks. These are called acute PTSD and probably the kind most experienced when a diagnosis of PTSD is made. Major description changes To the PTSD criteria from DSM 4 to DSM 5 versions were made, and they include the following Exposure to the traumatic event may be also secondhand if the event happens to a loved one or if there is repeated exposure to adversive details. For instance, witnessing or viewing a police brutality incident, either in person or through video, can also be traumatizing. And furthermore, the subjective criteria for requiring that the person feel fear, terror, or helplessness has also been eliminated. Symptom clusters have been recategorized and additional symptoms and a new separate criterion have been developed for children six years of age and younger. These are important changes because they allow us to extrapolate from the individual to the general population. To summarize, this PTSD diagnosis has proven to be highly influential in decades of research, testing, and developing treatments for PTSD. The most effective treatments have been found to be trauma-focused cognitive behavioral therapy, which is called talk therapy, mindfulness techniques such as deep breathing and health realization and more recently techniques such as EMDR, which stands for eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, and to a lesser extent, pharmaceutical or medication treatments using selective serotonin reuptate inhibitors. Despite the clinical benefit and popularity of PTSD diagnosis and treatment, there have been persistent questions about whether its formalization in the DSM-5 published in 2013 is maximized. Some clinicians have argued that systematic experiences of racism, discrimination, or microaggressions based on superficialities such as skin color, for example, should be included in the literature as a subtype independent of generic PTSD. Furthermore, there is an ongoing discussion in the mental health field mostly by clinicians of color that suggest that racist thoughts, words, and deeds should have their own disorder designation. And we'll be talking more about th- this in future podcasts. The next podcast will continue to make the case for reparations looking through a trauma-informed lens. Stay tuned for the next podcast of Black Lives Mental Health Matters. And stay safe. Thank you for listening to the Black Lives Mental Health Matters podcast, hosted by Kwabina Siaka and produced by Value Creation Counseling, PDX, LLC. Special thanks to Mary Myers, my editor, and to Susan Evans, who composed and performed the theme to the soundtrack entitled Quabina's Theme. You can reach out or leave a comment by emailing me at blacklivesmentalhealthmatters@gmail.com, at gmail.com or via text at 971-220-5876. Stay tuned for the next episode in this series exploring the justifications for reparations to the black community looking through a trauma-informed lens.